Welcome to High Vibe Live with Kate, Krista, and Jim. On this podcast, we will discuss topics relating to the awakening of the planet. We will interview lightworkers and explain how to shift beliefs from limiting to empowering, and so much more. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hi. Hi, Kate. How are you? I'm pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bit of a manifestation event this morning, but I'm good. I know. You got the gift of an elevator or manifestation event. Yeah, and it's interesting because I got in the elevator with the two uh, other people, and I had like a whole bunch of garbage and the stroller and the dog, and so I couldn't take the stairs. And I get in, I said, I've been telling them what's been happening to the elevator for me, And they're like, oh, that hasn't happened to us. And I'm thinking in my head, of course, because it's my manifestation event. It's not for you guys. (laughs) When the elevator had issues like a month or two ago, it was for the whole building, whatever it was. For anybody who felt negative emotion around the elevator or positive, it it was for all of us. But this time, it was only happening for me. And it's cool because now I know that I was just comparing 3d 5d and 4d and now I realize they're all equal so the elevator's going to work again perfectly and I can guarantee it's going to because I know that that was my inner being and my guides stopping the elevator because I kept thinking going down into 3d sucks (laughs) I know other people have that feeling too and I actually don't think I'm actually going into 3d I think we're in all dimensions all the time yes right I think we saw that on a video somewhere now I'm starting to understand that Yes, I am too, only now grasping that more. And you're right, that must have come up recently. Maybe on Joshua, maybe somewhere else. But yeah, I think we were watching a, that Matteo Stefano guy. Yeah. He talks about going in and all the dimensions. Yes. He understands and is aware of all nine dimensions or whatever. Right. Which, of course, is not just nine dimensions. But today, we're going to interview Tammy, and I think she may have just joined. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hold on. i got to get my headset. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Take your time. So, um, today... Kate is going to be asking most of the questions for Tammy. I might pop in if I'm inspired to ask a couple questions, but uh, Tammy is a light worker and interviews light workers on her podcast. Um, so we're going to learn more about Tammy today and raise our vibration with Tammy. We met better through <laughs> well, hello. <Joshua. laughs> Hi, Tammy. Hi. How's I was just summer? doing a quick introduction. Okay. You're having a great summer, aren't you? I am. So, Tammy, we know you through Joshua, Kristen. That's right. And we really just want to know, we want you to share more about your journey with us today. Anything you want to share, we just kind of wing it on our podcast, as you know. So nothing formal going on here, nothing serious going on. But tell us a little bit to start with, you know, your spiritual journey, what led you to Joshua, and now you're doing a podcast. And I also just want to really say what a um, cheerleader you are and a place of support for other light workers. Like, you are really so loving and so encouraging. You are raising up other light workers. So, you have many abilities and gifts yourself, and you are bringing them out in others. So, thank you for that. Thank you for being this, you know really this like leader in the community of light workers. Oh. So thank you. Um, share a little bit about your journey, whatever you want to share with us. And, and your full name, because I don't even remember your last name right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Tammy um, Lindsay, and I'm Tammy Fordham Lindsay on Facebook. And that's really how most people connect with me um, is through Facebook and Messenger. Um, I do have a website. It's TammyLindsay.com. And I have the podcast, uh, Conversations with Lightworkers. And I was, um, I guess I'll go back. Uh, I I started listening to things like um, podcasts and YouTube videos 
probably around, I don't know, 2000, I, I started listening to motivational speakers mostly. And that was, and that led me to Wayne Dyer and then to Abraham Hicks. Um, and I listened to a lot of that for years. And, um, and then around um, 2012, I was doing a lot of meditations and um, I feel I, I felt like it was my awakening, like a, a blue angel came in and the purpose was to show me unconditional love. Um, I'm, and I always felt love like for my children and people in my life, but, um, I think it was to focus more on self-love and the more you focus on self-love, you begin to grow and awaking. Now this, uh, spiritual being was from Sirius and today's kind of a important day because Sirius, the Sirius star is very bright, um, today and it is uh directly over the pyramids and <gasps> what <laughs> yes right oh right yes, so realize that today july right right this is a so big day it's a big day this is so magical it is <laughs> <laughs> and i and that this that this that the uh beings of sirius were sending the planetary love and um, helping us on our journey. So you can call in, and lots of people are star seeds, and that that I sort of realized that more and more lately is that we're not just light workers, we're star seeds. Um, you know, this and that um, there are many different star seed beings and they're available to us and we can call them in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the three of us, we know the three of us, we know we're all starseed beings and many others and Joshua and many others, obviously. But um, this is something that that's come up a lot for Krista and I recently also. So that that's a beautiful um, addition to your story. Today. Uh-huh. Thank you for adding that part. Yeah. So you're Palladian and and, um, you know, I've had readings and and they tell me that I'm more than one so it's Octurian mostly Octurian and Sirius in Syrian for me Mm -hmm. and um that you know that being I I guess it changed my life so it really opened me up to the spiritual journey and I really started doing breath work um and I went and I got to I got trained to be an energy healer and I started, I started learning lots of modalities. So that was, um, in Taos, New Mexico in 2016 and in 2017. And, um, we did breath work there and I learned like how to connect with, um, source energy, make healing balls and healing energy. And, uh, from there I, I, studied mysticism, hermetics, um, alchemy, NLP, hypnosis, all kinds of modalities, um, and coaching. And I, I didn't work a lot after 2014. I I retired. I was a social worker. So I, you know, I really had a lot more time on my hands to learn and I just studied a lot and I've just been in a huge learning mode for many years. <laughs> and I love going to retreats and connecting with other light workers. Um, and so in, let's see, 2020, I was inspired to go on two trips. And one was directly from the 2016 workshop, I was told to go to Egypt. And in Egypt, I was told to open energy gates. So um, the, Kabbal- <laughs> the Kabbalistic system is a system of energy gates, but there's 11 energy gates in our bodies. But we can 
reach other dimensions by opening up other realms. So I went to Egypt um, and explored Egypt. I went to seven temples and the pyramids and floated down the Nile. And I, I had had visitations from angels. Um, one, she called herself Mott. And that was the one that told me to go to Egypt and when to go. And that was in 2020. And um, I also, let's see. All I'm thinking over here is, Tammy, you're so cool. I know. She's so cool. Like, yeah, just, so I know I do. I'm going, I oh, like, my gosh, you're so awesome. That's I what I like, think. I didn't know what it meant when I heard Energy Gate 22, 22 and 23. But um, when I ask myself questions now I get the answers so what the answer was was energy gate 22 and 23 were super powerful energy gates opening up in um, our consciousness in the year of 2022 and 2023 so um, we're getting constant upgrades and shifts um and I also was inspired to go on a spirit drive, and I went to Wyoming and uh, the Medicine Wheel, and I was going, I went to Crazy Horse, um, and I I drove around in the Southwest, and I, you know, I connected with people there and had fun there too, but it wasn't, it was just a spiritual journey. And I was like on this, you know, I was going to mountains and hiking around lakes and doing things like that. Um, and it was, um, that was all during the pandemic and people were like, you're so crazy. How can you travel? <laughs> I'm like, I, I just, didn't have a lot of fear of traveling and I was solo on all these trips I I when I'm called to go to a sacred place I just go I just I just go and um, most of my inspirations were that so that led me so 2020 was um when I joined the Joshua the teachings of Joshua abundance boot camp Mm -hmm. And I, um, I can't say enough about that because I, I, even though I was fearless about travel and fearless about certain things, I still had a lot of limiting beliefs. And um, so the boot camp, you really work on your limiting beliefs and you set your intentions. Um, you focus on gratitude and appreciation and you're doing meditations. And your daily spiritual practice is you know, kind of intensive. Um, and it, I continued to open up. Then I went to a retreat at the Joshua boot camp, And that was um, in April of 2021. And they did, uh, that was with Genevieve Solomon. And she does these breathwork retreats that are just fabulous. I've heard uh, good things about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, each time I do a breathwork retreat, I feel like it opens me up. Basically, it lifts you out of your ego mind and you're, you know, you begin to get more in tune with your internal guidance and it opens you up to your natural gifts and abilities. So um, that, that retreat was called Healing Trauma. So we let go of a lot of our limiting beliefs. We did the breathwork sessions. And during that session, um, my angel, Mott, she came through and she said, you know, I want you to help activate other light workers. I want you to, um, you know, help other light workers. So since then, that's kind of in my journey. That's what started the podcast. The uh, podcast, which is called Conversations with Lightworkers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, what I was seeing was that a lot of lightworkers were, you know, still had a lot of fears around being a lightworker. 
and sharing their story seemed to just open up and let go. Like once you release your secrets and your stories, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I don't have to hide this anymore. Yeah. And um, nothing bad's going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the first baby step of sharing your story is with you. That's what I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it just kind of, you, I mean, that's the biggest fear is like, what are people going to think of me? Oh, they're going to think, I mean, I talk to angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> how, you know, they write songs about people that talk to angels. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, um, uh, you know, you know, I suggest writing your story and then, sharing your story with several people, I think that is one of the keys um, to, you know, just fully embodying being a light worker or starseed. Right. Go ahead, Kate. Do you want to say something? You no, know, I was just, I'm really enjoying learning more and hearing your full story. And yeah, I think you are following your guides and angels perfectly in being a cheerleader support for other light workers. And um, Kristen and I have both felt that in, in your uh, encouragement and, and love of us. And you now, in addition to your podcast, you know, you, you're, you're feeling your gifts and intuitive psychic abilities coming on more and more. Is that correct? That's correct, right? Yes. Like you're feeling yes. Like like coming more and more online, which which really um, is in sync with all of us, like Kristen, my, myself included, and many of the rest of us in Joshua and beyond Joshua, feeling those gifts coming on more and more psychic, intuitive, um, energy, healing. It just we're, we're all figuring it out as we go, and we're all at different. That's states. right. It's all perfect. That's right. And then eventually, I just wanted to point out that eventually the whole planet will all, all the humans will have these gifts, but we're just like the first. They have the gifts, they just aren't aware of them because they're evil, right? right? Is that how, what do you, what's your perspective on that? I mean, I believe that, yes, I believe that we all have these gifts, um, but we've been been taught our whole life that we don't, Um, you know, and that's through conditioning, through your, your family and your teachers and your in television yeah there's no such thing as magic basically yeah yeah and yet there is uh you know you can create like we have only just begun to understand our abilities um and you know the ancients that's what they practiced is they practice uh being in tune with nature um, getting fresh air and sunshine, drinking lots of water and, um, you know, connecting with people and you, you create your life. So you've got to understand that you created everything in your past. You're creating everything in your present moment and you'll create everything in the future. So, you know, using your imagination is, is very key in unlocking your um, your empathic abilities, your intuition, um, te- telepathy. I'm saying there's you know there's all kinds of abilities that humans possess, but we are taught that we don't have these abilities. And for um, for example, like I didn't want feel even comfortable using the term light worker. Because my ego's like, oh, don't call yourself that. Who are you to call yourself that? And then like me seeing auras, I recently posted it on my personal Facebook page just to like show it that it's possible to other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then the like everybody's starting to feel other people's feelings, right? And it's just a natural ability, like empathic or whatever you want to call it. But I, when I first tapped into that ability... I was in a lot of fear still and not doing that well and drinking a lot like five years ago. So I was scared of the ability. So it's good for us to share this because if I had found a podcast like this and listened to it, I know I wouldn't have been ready, but it would have been like, oh, okay, so it's not just me because I literally felt like I was the only person with that ability and it scared me. And now I'm hearing that other people have had it too. And I was like, okay, so other people are getting these abilities and now we need to share it with other people so that other people can see it's 
possible and safe and okay and you're not alone yeah yeah and uh, I'll say you know is as you begin to awaken I think your abilities have always been there like you avoid certain things you don't like uh or you or if you walk into a room and people are arguing you sense that Mm -hmm. Uh, those are feelings and for an empath someone who's awakened um that can be extremely overwhelming so uh you know or tuning into a thought that you're out of alignment with you know so um being empath you know, there's, there's sympathy and then there's empathy. Empathy or sympathy is like when you del- dive down into it. Like when you visit someone who is sick. Tammy or Krista, can you hear? I can't hear Tammy. Tammy, I think you're maybe just cut out or your ear it shows that you're connected but we stopped hearing you tammy maybe it's your wi-fi let's see if she comes back on in a second this is so fascinating i'm loving learning more about i know i want to we can just chat because let's just hope she just pops right back in here i mean she just has had such an incredible journey um oh now so she's not connected so I'll send her the link yeah. again here. Yeah. Okay. You keep chatting. Oh, like her journey and she's done such cool things and she's really tuned into her guides and she's really followed the inspiration. I mean, she's such a great example of being fearless in when she gets a message or, or feels that inspiration, she just follows it. Yeah, and that um, not travel. not everybody does that stuff no. as easily. Yeah, she's told to go somewhere. She just does it. She doesn't worry, and she really exudes that beautifully. And she's always, you know, for anyone listening to this that doesn't know her well, she's just always so full of like present moment joy and happiness. She's living really a great living example of what we're you know taught in and embody in Joshua in the sense of living each day in in fun and joy she's always in nature doing doing fun things and hikes and kayaking and um, oh yeah she was the one that taught me that it's safe to kayak in alligator waters or something or crocodile waters one or the other she told me that I don't have to fear crocodiles they're safe (laughs) oh you know what it was just a limiting belief around crocodiles that you're not safe And it's such a common belief too. That is so funny. I'm so glad that you brought that up. That's hilarious because, okay, let's just, you know, note to anyone listening, Krista and I live in Vancouver. We don't have crocodiles here. So she's in Florida, right? Yeah. Or yeah, she's in Georgia, but like, yeah. So so down in that area. So for us in Vancouver, all we really think of, uh, we think of like, like a crocodile area as like, Ooh, yeah. Scary. Like couldn't go in the water because there's crocodiles and because we don't, we don't have them here. So, um, like to me, I would think the exact same thing as you. And yet we go for like runs in the trails with like cougars and bears and people will be like, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> people might be like, Oh my Are you worried gosh. about the cougars and the bears? Like, no. And, well, they and, won't you know, come near funny, me. Like a, a little, a, like, I mean, I'm not. A little bit, yeah. A little, a little bit. I have hi. a little bit of, hi Tammy, you're back. Okay, I don't know what happened. It said I was on. That's okay. Sure. The universe wanted to ha- us to have an interlude and talk behind your back. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> So we had to get to hear it. Okay, well, as, and as always, Chris and I go off on like a totally random segue, which we just were we started saying like how much we like, you know, love you and that you're in nature and doing these things. And then it went all the way to the fact that you were, <laughs> you were kayaking in crocodile water. And then we started talking about crocodiles and bears and cougars. <laughs> and how we're not really scared of the bears and cougars in Canada. And now we know not to be afraid. Is it alligators or crocodiles where you're from? Uh, it's alligators here. Alligators. Yeah. I had the conversation with a friend the other day. I told him that they're not unsafe and he goes, alligators are unsafe, but not crocodiles. <laughs> it's such a weird limiting belief that someone would say one is more unsafe than the other. And I just said, no, that's just a limiting belief. I'm trying to use that term limiting belief with everybody, even if they don't 
like get it yet because it's a seed planting Mm -hmm. the seed of the limiting belief and Mm. it's just hilarious because if you have that belief though and you go and you haven't processed it properly and you go kayaking in the water and you still have that fear deep down somewhere you might be attacked (laughs) it's hilarious but if you don't believe it like I believe you so I trust you so it was really easy for me to process that limiting belief well Mm -hmm. she lives there and she knows what's safe and she if she does it then I know I'm safe but if someone Mm -hmm. doesn't have that same faith in someone else's perspective then they may uh may actually get attacked <laughs> it's like going to Mexico if Mexico's not safe uh if you if you've watched all those movies and picked up the limiting belief that you're not safe in Mexico and you don't actually process it and find the evidence to prove it wrong and you just say I don't want to believe that it doesn't work that way you can't just say I don't want to believe that and then think your belief has been shifted you need to actually find the evidence to prove the limiting belief isn't true by like looking up the facts you know, yeah. looking, finding well, evidence from other people or in your life to prove it. Yeah, Maybe for me. we can talk me, about that a little bit. Yeah, for me, like, um, I, I go kayaking. Um, and the first, one of the, not the first time, but one of the, early in my kayaking, that's probably 10 years ago, I was, you know, still learning to kayak. And I went under a tree and I got, I got. Uh, flipped over and there was a alligator that had been following us but alligators <gasps> in the wild don't um, <clears throat> they don't typically attack people now they like small animals that's what they eat so oh, okay yeah we're don't bring used, your dog <laughs> yeah small dog on well your I mean but I mean if you do like I, my friend she does she brings her dog but if your dog jumps in the water the dog is not as safe as you but I remember that day but I grew up doing a lot of things in nature so you know I always knew to respect them you don't feed them um and you know I just got back in my boat and finished the paddle we call it going for a swim when we tip over that's what we call it oh (laughs) (laughs) so anyway I you know, I can remember other girls or other people, I would try to get my friends to go and they're like, oh, I know what's in that water. There's no way I'm going. There are sharks. There's this or that alligators. Well, there's no alligators usually on the uh, salt water there. They live inland on okay. the fresh water. But the um, the typically when an alligator attacks a human, it's, um, it's because they've been fed like okay that's fed and at any point in their lives by another human or by that particular human well like they might live in an area like a pond or something somebody's throwing them food and that's so they attach the food to the human and then they believe that's food um they don't think like us so they can be very dangerous but you know in the wild they're not fed or Right, you know, they're looking for food, they're usually going to look for fish and snakes and smaller animals. So, right. what's the crocodile? So, so do you see crocodiles or no? <clears throat> Croc, do you have me, croc- no crocodiles live in South America and other places, oh. uh, so like Egypt, <laughs> but right, they so live in ri- so, no, we don't, have, we don't have crocodiles Holy- in Georgia, okay, or Florida. Um, no, they're oh, pretty only, much only South, only not even North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. That's so I want to ask we a, a question. Nature, we have a little nature. Uh, a little yeah, nature, that was a, a segue nature. of nature. I wanted to ask you a question okay. about these angels, Tammy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I had an experience that I don't really like to talk about too much, but I tell people now that I've had one of my guides come in as a blue orb, right? And, right. and then I asked her who she was. And in the morning, I had a typo come in my phone of Avila and it was St. Teresa of Avila. I found it by Googling and literally I knew it was her, right? And it was mm-hmm. a blue orb and it wasn't scary. I felt this love feeling that I can't explain. It's like... I can't explain it, but other people who have had the experience understand that feeling of love feeling that you've talked mm-hmm. about. And I'm just wondering, when you say Matt or M- Mott, uh, Mott, 
I think she's one of my guides too. When she came and communicated with you, uh, how did she communicate? So was it feeling and seeing and hearing or what was the senses and how did you know it was her, et cetera? Well, the first time I saw her was uh, during a breathwork session and she came in and she, uh, it was visions. Um, She, basically my third eye opened and then she had a ring, a ring. She appeared like I saw her, uh, and then in another experience, she came. So, what did she uh, look like? Sorry, I just I'm curious as to actually like what an angel looks okay. like. Okay. <laughs> well, now for me, she she I see her as like her. My first experience with was she was a a light being, um, I almost say she's like almost iridescent and she shows me visions of things that have happened. And sometimes, uh, the last time I saw her, she showed me a, like I went home with her from in home. Was it here? I I didn't know where it was. It, It must've been another planet or somewhere. I went home with her. It's like, it's a home. Uh, it's like a garden. And we played by the water. And I was playing with other, I say, I believe it was those. I was playing with another light entity. Now, they're 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 almost transparent. Cool. So, I will see them you know, as almost transparent. And sometimes she looks blue and, and sometimes she's looks golden. Wow. Uh, you know, so I, I get colors and um, it's not like she's, it's not like she's human. She's, she's less dense than a human being. Right. Which makes sense. You'd see her more transparent because she's a higher vibration. Right. And you're a vibrational match to see her, which, so you see her with your human eyes and you communicate with your third eye. Is that right? Right. And, and sometimes really cool. she shows me symbols. Uh, sometimes she shows me like she came in. Okay. The, let's see. The last time I saw her, I'm trying to think. Okay. So when I asked her who she was, she took the letters of my name, rearranged them and it said, I am not uh, like using. Oh, yeah the letters but the okay so I did a energy gate opening ceremony with um Isabel Zimmerman on the beach and I was in Florida and we um we drew a Merkaba in the sand and I sat down and we were holding a crystal uh, Isabel and I were holding a crystal and we were chanting and um, someone was there holding our space. It was three of us. And all I saw was a beam of like uh, golden light that came through me from the earth up to the sky and then back down again. Wow. Okay. And Isabel got a whole different version of it. And then um, my other friend, she just cried. It was so much love, she said. It's like a, it's like a, a beam of light Mm -hmm. that comes through from the earth to the sky. I mean, it's almost like light. I can't even. Yeah, that's okay. I know that's magical. Yeah. So, so describe a little bit more about the. I would love to hear more about you know opening the opening the energy gates is that the best is that the right did I describe that correctly and describe that even a little bit more like what what is happening in what is what is happening as the kind of the planet as we raise our vibration collectively the consciousness of humanity as we are raising the energy you know um I'm jumping around a little bit because I know I don't have an exact question for this. And you can even tie that into exactly today. Like portals are kind of, as we are going through kind of these energy, energy portals, if that's correct. And we are really, truly um, 
again, trying to pull in like, the, the, you know, this, our Joshua teachings of focusing on shifting from fear to love. And those, you know, those of us in the group, we really genuinely know that we are shifting at, you know, earth is shifting from fear to love. Like we are shedding that, those layers of fear and that those energies, and we really are moving into a more energy love. So we're focusing uh, on that, on, in, on ourselves. So we each, those are our practices to shift, like shed limiting beliefs, you know, raising our own vibration but let's tie that into the collective and the one. And we know we are all one, but that is also what is happening on earth. Describe anything you want that comes to mind um, in terms of really what what we know is is going on in, on planet earth right now. Like the, the shedding of the limiting beliefs and the shedding of fear and suffering and moving into this um, age of light or, you know, light age and anything that comes to mind you want to share with that. I jumped around, I know, with a lot of questions there without really a specific question. <laughs> Are you still there, Tammy? I zoned her out with talking too much. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that was really good. You were kind of channeling there. Uh, well, she's on there, but we just can't yeah, hear her. Yeah, so, um, well, let's just keep on talking about that anyway. But that's kind of... That's yours, your, yours and my under, you know, that's my limited ego mind's ability to grasp that. Um, Krista, would you comment to anything, like anything that yeah, you... Yeah, so like, for example, you know, a few months ago, we wanted to learn more about other realms and dimensions yeah. and what mm-hmm. is that and what do they mean? And then we just set our intention and then mm-hmm. we just got this, all this information. Yeah. And then that gate that Isabel and Tammy and their mm-hmm. friend accessed or opened or whatever, like... What is the significance of that? And are there other portals closing the fear-based portals like we talked about yesterday? And like, I want to know more about that stuff. Like what's actually happening with portals and gates and what are, yes. What is people, what are people going to feel when this happens? Cause it's all good. It's all for our highest good and love. Right. Yes. So that's, so that's cool. We'll just keep chatting. And she'll just join. I think I heard a a ding. She disappeared and then I got to send her the invite one more time just in case she needs it i mean you and i you and i our physical selves like the kate you know the humans kate and krista that we are are very much um uh you and at similar stages if not almost exactly the same stage like uh, even even to our to the years that you and you know calendar years and that when our awakening started yeah yeah, exactly like really going through the same shifts on like a personal level um you know details of our our our, our physical lives are are different to some degree but really like we are so exact all the same in terms of can you hear me hi tammy yeah i don't know why it's kicking me off (laughs) that's okay Uh, yeah it's weird okay and i guess we'll have to clip that um Oh no, we like we like we kind of like these parts. We don't really want to edit. No, we kind of like it when it's not perfect. We're trying to really go with that. Like even having my son around when I'm recording is something I'm trying to embrace. Like back in the day, women worked with their kids around when there weren't nannies and babysitting. I'm trying to bring that back into humanity, working quote unquote and doing our podcasts and energy work with our kids around that why do we have to get babysitters <laughs> I'm just trying to like I'll have I'll get a nanny or a babysitter when I need the break or independence or freedom but not because I have to to look professional that's what I'm trying to move away from no that you know what that's that's so interesting Tammy's popped off again oh no you know um my girlfriend Jen we've been talking about that too right like whatever we do to like just have our children around and just that's what I want to do have them with us have my baby like as he grows up around healing clinics and centers like the the kids can be coming in and out of it and it doesn't matter their energy is so high vibe anyway you want them there for healing exactly so they're conduits to source like without without as many limiting beliefs and ego so yeah just kind of like let them be but you know I love the energy of children around so I think it's just super positive 
Um, Hi, Tammy. You're back. Hi. Yes. So we, that time I cl- we want to hear okay, your opinion. Go ahead. We wanted to hear yeah. your opinion on, so like the portals and gates and stuff that are okay. opening. And, and, and are there yes. ones closing to close, like fear-based portals? Because we kind of have, me and Kate have been chatting about, you know, like, uh, like, non-physical energies or fear-based entities that have been coming to earth to keep us in fear there's nothing wrong with it it was all planned but we've heard from a couple other people that some portals are closing so they cannot come anymore those energies and then the love-based energies and gates are opening do you want to talk more about the gates portals anything Mm. else you know around that well it's you know i've asked a few questions about it and the energy gates that i'm here to open are just planetary upgrades um and i don't focus much on the negative um so but i you know i do kind of sense that we all have a choice so some people are going to choose to stay in 3d yeah and it's more like multiverses like there's a universe where i am safe everything in my world is safe and i'm neutral and my i'm a I'm raising my vibration. All the people around me are raising their vibration. However, um, many people during the awakening will choose to stay in 3D. And they're going to continue to experience fear and and have, you know, trauma in their life. But right. as, you, as you raise up to, to 5D, the planet's raising up to 5D. So your universe is shifting and and earth Earth is raising up his vibration right now but you have a choice you can choose to be in fear or love so as you choose to live in more and more love then your world will get better and better and um and that may mean that some of the people you know will drop away you know, and COVID was a good experience, good example of that experience. Um, you know, some people were just not ready yeah, to I, go through the ascension and they that's left. That's why they died. But the energy gates, um, I mean, I do, I believe that other, I mean, I, I do know that we have the ability to access other dimensions like angels. They're here. We just don't know they're here. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've seen, see I've them. seen, I've seen, experienced and seen Archangel Metatron. Right. I don't know if I told you, but the light uh, coming into my apartment, almost like in the middle of the night, like twinkly, sparkling lights, and I could feel like the love energy. And then the next day, I saw a portal, which I can't even. I get so nervous saying this out loud because I get so nervous. But Isabel also sees portals. But the next day. I I know it was me that created the portal, like my inner being and my guides and stuff. The next day there was a portal in my room, but I haven't had, and then actually it happened again two weeks later and one other one, but I haven't had that now for a few months. And it's like, I'm, I have no attachment or anything, but I was wondering if maybe the planets were aligned in a certain way at that time that was able to access it, or can I just call upon them to visit more because i would like to hang out and feel that yeah experience. so you can call like, them in um yeah you know i invoke them which yeah i mean i studied magic too um um the you know we can invoke the archangels in the kabbalistic system we invoke the angels to come in and now when i do wow. healings or activations i can see them around certain people like certain people have you know, like I did, I did a session on Christy and her angel surrounded her with love. Wow. Uh, I did one on Gary and uh, Joshua came in. It was a bunch of orbs in the room that lit up the whole room for <gasps> me. You can wow. see them. Okay. So that's your ability. And see, now I, I can see, see the possible. orbs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was at, I remember being at, um, at Drew's house in uh, Cape Canaveral. And when I went and looked at the sunrise, there were 12 orbs out 
her window. It's like she has a portal there. So, yes, I can see portals. Uh, I can see other entities around people now. Cool. Um, um, But you've got to get into a neutral state. And that's how you got to get into a neutral state. And you've got to, you know, allow the energy to flow. Now, energy gates are a little different. um, And I think, like... I think there are people just like me all over the place that are lighting up certain areas of the earth. Yeah. And yeah. It's just their presence there. If they will tap into the energy, uh, you know, the, the flow of source consciousness, then they can there. That's why we are all in different locations all over the earth, mm-hmm. but we're connected. So, right. So, so that- I think, that thing that you have just you kind of distinguished for us like portals and energy gates right they're very similar but very similar, but an yeah. energy gate might be to me it's more planetary okay and or or earth yes and a portal is probably more air okay you know and multi-dimensional i have a feeling yes. that it that that uh, door that i saw will be able to allow me one day to access other dimensions when I feel a set an intention and then I open the door but that could, I, I also wonder about like I know time's an illusion anyway but I wonder about time frames like just because I'm a human and I'm excited about the awakening mm-hmm, I yeah. always like want to know like how many years is it going to be until <laughs> we actually can use portals and until people don't worry about money so much because it's such an obsession on earth right now money and like the new approach more like what do you think Tammy in in human terms of years how many years do you think it would be to say for example 50% or 75% of the population will be more awake like we are right now we might be a bit more awake then but how many years do you think it will take for people to like awaken more as a collective well I know it's expediting right now it is um you know, I believe between now and the next okay. seven years, there yeah. will be a significant increase. But I think it's happening gradually over the next seven years. Seven and years, I, yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I believe um, that time is an illusion. So you can do it Thank now you. for yourself. Oh yeah. For me, I have no, I'm not worried about me. It's just because I feel like I'm already like so awakened that my life is so amazing almost all the time, except when I have little manifestation events and I'm still okay with those. But I'm just curious because like, I have a couple of friends that I'm like sharing this information with because I feel called to. And I kind of like one of my friends is really into making money. I think she just dropped out again. Yeah. I'll tell you, Kate, one of my friends is really into making money and saving for his retirement. And I kind of, he, he has potential to fully awaken in this lifetime. It seems I kind of want to say, well, in 10 years or seven years, or five years or 20 or whatever, I want to give them a number and say, money won't even matter anyway. That's kind of what I want to say to a few people money. Like I know you're saving for your retirement and it seems like a really good thing to do, but in blank amount of time, money won't matter anyway. That's what I want to say to people. Like, yeah, that that was one of the downloads I got is that money. And you know, and when I was studying some of the uh, things about Syrians um, in some planets, there is no money. So yeah. I yeah. think that we may, you know, we'll bring that about. But money, um, you know, really, you've got to get into a new dimension if you want more money in your life. And you've got to release the importance and the fear around it. And yeah, that that's where I'm going right now. Critical. I, I let go of the fear around money. Mm-hmm. I, have, you've, I have the exact same download. Like money is, we are not very... I know time's an illusion, but like it is not far away on, for on earth to money is not going to be a thing anymore. I don't know how that looks, but it won't really matter one way or the other once that shift happens. But no. those, those, it is, it is, um, part of some of the, um, well, uh, it's, it's, well, you're, that, yes, that, that it's, it's a system of, of, uh, importance right now but it may not always be and Mm -hmm. the thing is you're seeing it now like um you know there there's things going on with the stock market there's things Mm -hmm. going on with crypto 
um, you know, people that are very wealthy or polit politically inclined, they're they're not they're falling from grace, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the the things that are fake are going to just kind of disappear. That's what's going to happen. I believe, but it'll I, be a shift. I believe that I believe very much the same um, as you. I have that same kind of intuitive and like all the details and whatnot. Um, I don't know. And I, I know that we don't need to know more than what we are picking up on now, but that, that same thing that, you know, the, in, you know, the institutions and, Systems like the like school that, that systems hierarchy and that, like, you know, that very like you know conformity and that hierarchy and I'm going to talk I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit in kind of you know 3D you know physical reality terms because I think that um, I try to talk this way more and more to friends of mine and people in my life that I I think. If they're still in my life, I might be here to just plant a seed or help them. And I don't know if, if, or if I am or not, it doesn't really matter, but I try to kind of tie in everything we've been talking about and then kind of relate it to really physical reality, 3D terms. And just, I really do believe that you know, the institutions and the systems and the conformity hierarchy and that that it bodies a whole bunch of different things that those things are just they're fear-based and they're control-based and that's been perfect for the exploration up to this point and they're just shifting and moving away and, and that, that's part of that fear consciousness and many of those and and that that's like the whole money system and everything will just it is just going to um shed and and fade away from you know physical reality the exploration on on earth for humans and that uh, I, I want to tie this in because I think a lot of people and myself included, as you start to hear about the, you know, awakening, I think, you know, so it, the, the mind and the ego can get kind of, for many humans can get kind of like, Oh, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? I want to awaken. I right. Want to what do I have so, to do? Yeah. So we, I, I really want to tie in that. Um, we've talked about it in here and then I want to go more into the details because the details is really fun too for us but for anyone wondering like really at the heart of this is a shift from fear to love right so that's for anyone if they're listening to this and or, you know that is very new and they're obviously on the cusp of wanting that shift and I, I do agree I think some people are very just really in fear and that's perfect and I'm not really sure what happens to them and I don't know and they might just go away from our life I'm not sure I, I think we might see a lot of transitioning they will want to leave this body and they want to come back awake and I, I think that's probably we're going to see that in the next like few years but for anyone wondering well what do I want to do all you need to do is honestly at the very least any individual we're all one but just focus on the love for yourself. And Love, I wanted to hop feeling, in there quickly because I wanted Love, to add feeling, one part after you're done, Kate. Yeah. Sorry. I'll just like, it's just fear. We are moving from fear to love. We're super curious. Those of us kind of awakening and having abilities. We're so, I mean, we're so curious about all happening, but we're still in human. We're still in our mind ego and we're awakening it. So it's big pieces are coming in, coming into different into into different humans are waking up basically but at very at the very simplest terms we are moving from fear to love okay i have to hop in there yeah. i want to yeah. it's really important because well nothing's important but for me <laughs> i feel it's important to point out that what fear and love is because most people don't know they're in fear it's like a fish living in a yeah. bowl of water so um, like, I don't know what water is because I'm in it all the time. So I want it like, this is so good for people to understand something as simple as boredom. There's that horizon line we've talked about in, you know, all the courses we've taken and stuff. And so there's, there's like contentness on one side of the horizon line. That's love. And then below the horizon line is boredom, annoyance, frustration. So like, 
and it's all like fear has so many different terms and I actually have some written out. I'm going to create like a chart and add it to my website, kristazimmerman.ca, which is going to be live soon. Well, it's actually live, but I have to edit it. But I'm going to put like, so people actually understand what fear is because most people are like, I'm not in fear. And then they continue on their way That's in right. fear, like everybody. And like, so when we say the term fear, we all know what fear means to love. We know that acceptance and and inner peace and calmness and contentness and like unconditional like love for each other and joy and feelings of peace that's all love and that when I get a tiny little bit of annoyance like this morning in the elevator I was in fear but most humans don't know that that is fear and it makes no sense to think it's fear we didn't it took me a long time to really understand that that was fear when I had my first conversation with, with Gary, he said that, oh, AA is a program of fear. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and that's what everybody else is going to say to me with my courses, my Drinking with Freedom courses. Like if someone reads it and it says, oh, uh, 12-step programs are generally based in fear, most ego will say, no, it's not. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I did too. And that's okay. But it's just so cool to learn like actually what fear is. And when you get it, when it's like you start to understand intellectually and then you get it, you're like, oh, so when I feel any negative emotion that is perceived as negative emotion, that means I'm in fear and that's OK. There's nothing wrong with it. But then like this morning, I totally woke up in fear. I was having fear-based thoughts, but I'm aware of it. But it's taken me like two years of all this ascension experience and mm -hmm. boot camp and awakening and, and meditation for me to actually realize it because most humans wake up in fear and don't have any idea they're in fear because it right. seems so normal. But that's what we chose to explore as humans as source. And that's why we're here. And that's what the whole awakening is all about is to understand what love truly is by exploring fear. So it's like... I just like to explain that because it's like, well, well, what is fear? And now we know because now it helps us know what love is. Right? And major fears are, you know, like loss of life. Um, we're eternal beings, so that's not truly valid. Mm -hmm. um, loss, uh, fear of rejection. In other words, I need other people to approve me. So I operate out of fear-based thinking. So mm -hmm. in other words, I, I'm worried about what everybody else is thinking about me instead of being authentic. Um, right. Like me always limiting how much I say about what I, my exploration that's right. is because I'm scared of people calling me crazy. <laughs> that's fear. And, you know, <laughs> fear of loss, uh, fear, there's fears of success. There's fears of being a light worker. Um, what does that mean? You know, and usually it's because you've been taught that this is unacceptable and you know you need to be small <laughs> most of your fears have been ingrained in you from the time you were born until you were whatever age you are and so you know i have to be in a relationship to be happy i have to have all these conditions met all your have to have a career that's right i have to, I have have to make career. this much money to be accepted by society. Right. You have to be mm -hmm. successful. Um, yeah. You have to be all these rules that you have about life and relationships. You know, you have, they're all based in fear. I have to be married by the time I'm 40. That's, <laughs> That's right. I got married at 39. <laughs> That's right. And I picked it up from friends. <laughs> I remember being 26 and all my friends were married. And I was like, oh God, I got to get married now. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, because we just follow the, like, the crowd, and we just naturally follow the crowd without realizing it. Yeah, society rules <laughs> are totally based in fear, typically. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I have to go to school and be good. I can't be bad. Yeah. Right? I'm afraid I'll we be We have bad. to be a good person, yeah. Fear of being worthy. I'm unworthy of having financial freedom because... I've been taught that I can't have everything I want. Those are, those are typical fears that permeate your world and create Whoa. your reality. Whoa. I just realized like I'm getting shivers all over my body having this conversation right now because I, I just learned so much from what you just said, Tammy. And I didn't even like, even me who's aware of fears didn't even realize those were some of those things that you said were fear. You yes. know, this is helping people, even if it's like one person hears this 
and then yeah. it helps them understand that they're in fear much of the time and then they come have an awareness of it that's right. like amazing <laughs> the awareness is what what you so you have to start to question those things mm-hmm. um you know like i'm going on a cruise next week with five of my grandsons and we're going oh. to mexico <laughs> so Fun. you're talking about so, uh, you know, are we watching news stories where the people in Mexico are unsafe or will right. I be afraid to go there? Well, I have no fear of travel or going to Cozumel because I've been there before and yeah. it's not a scary yeah. place. Um, yeah. You know, so so you have to expand your belief system by experiences. Right. Yeah. You know, you have to um, give yourself permission to use your money. So money is a uh, flow process. It comes in and it goes out. And yes, we use it and we will continue to for a while. Right. So we need money to pay our bills and live and all this stuff. And so, you know, if we're creating a new reality or a new career in light work, then there's going to be some fear about it because it's all new and you haven't experienced that experience before. So the only way to shift your belief is to like challenge it and then experience something new. Right. By doing the thing, even if you do have a manifestation event, like getting robbed in Mexico, not you specifically, but some people might. And then that's, that's just pointing out the limiting belief that you have that you picked up Right. And most people, most humans will go, oh, no, well, I was robbed in Mexico. I'm not safe there. I'm not going back. And then they don't go back. But all you know, they have so to do is process the limiting belief, which we can teach you how to do. Or like people just need to contact one of us and we can explain. I, There's a bunch of people that explain how to. Well, do you it. don't need to experience uh, the robbery to because you're the only reason you would need to experience that is that you have that fear. So right. I ha- I don't have that fear. I won't need to experience that. My friend but had I know that a girl, happen recently. Yeah. yeah, my friend had it happen too. She, she her vehicle and she was robbed. Um, but she was afraid that night. I'm sure she called it in. Like you don't have to experience har- physical harm or danger unless you're afraid. You know what's and- so funny? It's so funny is like I'm I'm listening over here and all I'm thinking we're not even gonna we're not even gonna like dip into it. So don't don't, don't give me an answer to my question. But it's just kind of funny because I'm over here seeing going because I don't like literally like I, I just don't watch any news and I, I'm like so unaware of anything. So all I'm I'm listening to this and I'm going is there something going on in Mexico? Because people keep bringing it up. I I have zero fear of traveling to. That's definitely one thing I'm. I'm like zero fear of traveling or stuff happening when people talk about places that stuff happens. I'm like, that doesn't, that does not happen. That's usually, that was even pre Joshua. I was always like that. That's, I was like, no, that's like, so I always thought it was like so silly. I was, so anyway, I just am kind of laughing over here. I don't know if stuff's going on in Mexico or not. But not specifically, no. I just had a friend tell me a story, and I tried to explain to him that it was a limiting belief, and he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to actually share this episode with him. I don't know if he'll listen to the whole thing, but I really hope he does. It will shift some people on. The, if anyone's listening right now, don't worry. You don't need to have fear. You can go anywhere you want. You can do anything you want. That's right. Uh, you it's actually no. our guides that like set you. us on this trajectory to to help a, us awaken right like my I did have some bags stolen in Mexico personally but that was because I I had a limiting belief it happened I was just like oh well now I have less stuff to carry <laughs> and I'll say that you know when I travel alone and I frequently do that People are always saying, oh, be careful or whatever. And, you know, when I went to Egypt, we had armed guards everywhere we went. So, you know, fear is everywhere when you travel. Right. I, when I travel, nothing bad ever happens to me because I don't have fears about it. Like people are always kind and helpful. People are always, uh, you know sweet and good yeah <laughs> so you know now the only it's... go ahead no I was just gonna say the only thing that I can't quite I, I'm not really prepared to do that. you know I don't I wouldn't jump in the middle of 
the water where there is known to be great white, like really in like the really, really like where there's the most great whites. Like, <laughs> That's and I don't think I would like pop myself down like in the, these are the two things that always come to me. And I wouldn't like pop <laughs> myself down by myself in like full on like grizzly bear territory, which you know, we, we do have here in Virginia. So those are my two things where I'm like, uh, oh, like, yeah, grizzly bears scare me. If I saw like, one, I'd be super scared. <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm like, so, you know, you, that's those are my two. Those are kind of two things where I'm like, I don't, I don't think I just like jump in the middle of um, like the water off of where, you know, where like really where, are, where do they live right. anyway? So right, I think right. like South Africa and like off like by like. More South Australia, like oh okay. Tanzania, they like cold water. Big, I think like the big great, like the really really big great whites are there. So I, I don't know, like I wouldn't like jump off a ship in the middle there. But, <laughs> I, I, but, the funny thing is, but you'll I go on the beach because it's shallower. Well, and I go in the water and I go in bare. Like I'm not, you know, I'm but I'm not like super. I wouldn't jump in the wall and like out in the middle of it. Now I don't have a fear of death. But I just, when I think of dying that way, I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, this doesn't sound super fun. So no, it doesn't. <laughs> but, I, but I really, I have, I, have, I would say I, I have zero, I zero, I have zero fear of transitioning. But like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, that seems, and I have zero, I really have like quite a zero like pain, like physical pain doesn't really, but I'm like, ooh, that seems maybe not super fun way of transitioning so i'm probably going to leave those off the <laughs> now i talk about it so much maybe that's the way i go so if, if if i go that way don't be just be like oh that's what you wanted so yeah anyway, we're totally getting off track here but let's go back to uh fears yeah we are we are shedding the we're, we're hoping to shed some of the limiting beliefs that are so ingrained in humans and still exist in the consciousness and that that goes to from traveling to the day-to-day to the money to the and we're seeing it on it's so subtle and it's big um you know i see it day-to-day in so many people the, the, there is such high people are in high 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 fear states and um it's softening a bit I don't see that. I see a lot of people not softening. Like we're, we're not talking about the us. We're talking, I see people in really, really high fear and they, they don't even know that they're in, in fear. And so, yeah, that's true. But I also can say that some of my friends that I are awakening, like I can see them awakening and it's really cool. And so I'm being as authentic as I can because I can see that yeah. I'm like this friend of mine is yeah. going to awaken or is awakening right now. And well, it's so cool to watch because it's happening. Um, Others, it's like, no, maybe not. <laughs> I think what we created in physical reality these last couple of years um, has been really helpful to make the awakening very tangible. The, the, right. the awakening feels very easy for the human mind oh I think you cut out Kate oh Tammy I think that's a sign (laughs) I think it's a sign for us to end the episode and I can't hear Tammy either. So I'm just going to say that was an awesome episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you made it this long, we appreciate it. And we 